sticking with local company news, Aspen's been hit by a triple whammy. During the half-year period, the drug maker had to take into account inflationary pressures, supply chain issues, and a dip in COVID-19 vaccine sales. And this resulted in a 15% decline in headline earnings per share. Despite the downbeat downbeat result, the group is quite positive about its prospects moving forward. And joining me now is Aspen CEO Stephen Saad. Uh, Thanks for your time. Key metrics are down. Um, interim profit hips. Let's talk about these numbers and in line um, and the line items that inform them. I think, you know, we guided this uh, at the end of last year. So, you know, last year we had really good results, but we had a really, we had a bit of a sad outlook. And what made us sad was, you know, there was, Russia was a, a big operating entity for Aspen. We had China go into lockdown which is quite it's very detrimental to us because big hospital products and of course we thought we had you know the COVID vaccine would endure for a little longer than it did be, but africa simply didn't get vaccinated mm-hmm. to the same level so we had all of those as you say a triple whammy of issues mm-hmm. um and and we 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 had seen all of this happen but you know i'm, I'm We've, life, you've got to manage it. You can't go and sit and cry in the corner. You've got to go and sort all of this out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm happy to say, you know, we found we found some pathways. We found some good pathways. Our commercial pharma business has, in spite of very high inflationary pressures, remember we've got big factories in Europe where there's sort of no sell price increases, big cost increases. But we've managed to find some strong pathways. We've got a very big um, second half planned uh as we've told you so that's that's important to us but i think most important to us was that uh you know covid demonstrated a capability that we had Mm -hmm. and how did we fill this capacity that we had now successfully and i think that that we found that path we found uh, we've had success in that path as well now, um, Stephen, I'm actually keen then to speak about, you know, those inflationary pressures that you are speaking about, um, specifically maybe in Europe. And just managing costs uh, during this time, I think all businesses across all sectors, all industries are on this very tight cost management journey. Um, how is that playing out for you? Yeah, you know, cost in an environment without inflation when you aren't necessary and all your products are price maker. So in many instances, as in South Africa, for example, your product price is set. So that's it, that's your sell price. And and you've got all of these inflationary cross issues. Uh, And it's quite disconcerting, you know, to have that pressure and what do you do with it? Where we've been fortunate, ironically, we've grown our margins in our commercial farmer business, our gross margins. And you might say, how? Well, a lot of it is, you know, we've we built these factories, we brought them online, and they're giving us a lower cost of goods, moving from a third party to our own. But uh, the inflationary environment is is really tough to manage. We have, in some instances, been able to pass levies onto clients, etc. But by it's not a sustainable picture or a sustainable situation at these levels. And let's talk about now the reopening of China, because now that is positive for Aspen. And is this part of, you know, the second half story that you're, um, that you're, that you're referring to? So our second half is driven. So our, our second half is really driven by very strong manufacturing uh, performance. Uh, why is it so much stronger than the first half? Well, what we had to do in the first half is if you've got a line with the product on that does 100 today, uh, you can run it. But there's another line that won't give you any turnover because you have to test run it, et cetera. 
But when you get it right, it will give you turnover in a year or two years' time. Mm -hmm. And we had that delicate balance, and we decided this was the half, and we told everyone that we are going to do all of this because we, we need to get this future income. Mm -hmm. And in manufacturing, it was to replace largely the COVID lost revenues. So let's talk we've about... Been oh, successful there. We've been very successful there. And, you know, that's, we've given some very strong guidance as to contracts closed and the opportunities from them. So let's actually talk about this COVID-19 vaccine um, story, Stephen, because actually we're all kind of disappointed about, um, you know, all this capacity that was built and hasn't really been used. And so we do know that in Kabecha there is a repurposing um, project underway. So let's talk about repurposing that plant and exactly um, what you aim to do with it. Um, I think I think for... and then. Just attitudes towards vaccination on the African continent, because, you know, there was this drive to really get us to be able to do this for ourselves. And we just haven't met those expectations. Yeah, I think it is a massive disappointment. I think a lot of promises were made globally to Aspen, which have not been fulfilled. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's that is the reality. You know, that's our reality. Um, but we have this great capacity and we showed a competence and a capability and how do we take this competence and capability, both here and in our French facility, we make pre-filled syringes, into a world which is desperate for sterile manufacture and quality manufacture. And so that's what we've had to, and we've, you, we have looked at new opportunities in our facility. We've brought our anesthetics into our facility in Quebec. We've also got some very nice biological products that we're bringing into the facility. Um, and we've got the vaccines from serum you know, from India that we're putting on, and that's moving forward very positively. Really, you, I mean, as a country, we can be really proud of the skills that we have in our country to be able to bring on products and production like this effectively and efficiently. In France, we have very good uh, pre-fills. It's a, a pre-fill. A lot of work goes into pre-fill syringes, and there's a lot of new production. So we seem to have just been in the sweet spot at the moment. Um, and now, given what happened with COVID, there's been a huge, huge push to now buy in Africa for Africa. Um, and we're starting to see the benefits of that as well, where the global funders are saying, you must buy 30%, 40% of all vaccines from within, uh, within Africa. And I don't think that there's anybody better placed uh, to be able to to benefit from that from Aspen. So yes, you know we had our challenges under COVID, but uh, you know there have been some really positive spin-offs for us, both in terms of forcing regional manufacture in Africa and putting Aspen on a map globally. Say, hey, these guys are world class. They're top of the game uh, in globally in sterile manufacture. So yeah, a bit of as a bit of time ahead, some hard work ahead, but hard work done and uh, some you know some very big deliverables coming out of that now. Fortunately. Well, Stephen, we are looking forward to that second half picture. I think um, lots of good prospects coming out of Aspen. So we'll be sure to catch up with you when we have those numbers. That was CEO of Aspen. Uh, that's Stephen Saad.